0: the Comte de Traille, who was seated on the box, cried, Look! Look! A hare! And he extended his arm towards the left, pointing to a patch of clover. The animal scurried along, almost hidden by the clover, only its large ears showing. Then it swerved across a furrow, stopped, started off again at full speed, changed its course, stopped anew, uneasy, spying out every danger, uncertain what route to take when suddenly it began to run with great bounds, disappearing finally in a large patch of beetroot. All the men had waked up to watch the course of the animal. René Lamon-Noir exclaimed, We're not at all gallant this morning. And regarding his neighbour, the little Baroness de Serene, who struggled against sleep, he said to her in a low tone, You are thinking of your husband, Baroness. Reassure yourself, he will not return before Saturday. So you still have four days? She answered with a sleepy smile. How stupid you are. Then, shaking off her torpor, she added, Now let somebody say something to make us laugh. You, Monsieur Chenal, who have the reputation of having had more love affairs than the Duc de Richelieu, tell us a love story in which you have played a part. Anything you like. Léon Chenal An old painter who had once been very handsome, very strong, very proud of his physique, and very popular with women, took his long white beard in his hand and smiled. Then, after a few moments' reflection, he suddenly became serious. Ladies, it will not be an amusing tale, for I am going to relate to you the saddest love affair of my life, and I sincerely hope that none of my friends may ever pass through a similar experience." I was twenty-five years of age, and was pillaging along the coast of Normandy. I call pillaging wandering about with a knapsack on one's back, from inn to inn under the pretext of making studies and sketching landscapes. I know nothing more enjoyable than that happy-go-lucky wandering life, in which one is perfectly free, without shackles of any kind, without care, without preoccupation, without thinking even of the morrow. One goes in any direction one pleases, without any guide save his fancy, without any counsellor save his eyes. One stops because a running brook attracts one, because the smell of potatoes frying tickles one factories on passing an inn. Sometimes it is the perfume of Clematis which decides one in his choice, or the roguish glance of the servant at an inn. Do not despise me for my affection for these rustics. These girls have a soul as well as senses, not to mention firm cheeks and fresh lips, while their hearty and willing kisses have the flavour of wild fruit. Love is always love, come whence it may. A heart that beats at your approach, an eye that weeps when you go away, a thing so rare, so sweet, so precious, that they must never be despised. I have had rendezvous in ditches full of primroses, behind the cow-stable, and in barns among the straw, still warm from the heat of the day. I have recollections of coarse grey cloth, covering supple peasant skin, and regrets for simple frank kisses, more delicate in their unaffected sincerity, than the subtle favours of charming and distinguished women. But what one loves most amid all these varied adventures is the country, the woods, the rising of the sun, The twilight, the moonlight, these are, for the painter, honeymoon trips with nature. One is alone with her in that long and quiet association. You go to sleep in the fields amid marguerites and poppies, and when you open your eyes in the full glare of the sunlight, you descry in the distance the little village with its pointed clock tower, which sounds the hour of noon. You sit down by the side of a spring which gushes out at the foot of an oak, amid a growth of tall, slender weeds glistening with life. You go down on your knees, bend forward and drink that cold, pellucid water, which wets your moustache and nose. You drink it with a physical pleasure, as though you kissed the spring lip to lip. Sometimes when you find a deep hole among the course of these tiny brooks, you plunge in quite naked, and you feel on your skin, from head to foot as it were, An icy and delicious caress, the light and gentle quivering of the stream.